Hey, great friend. So happy you are here. Welcome to season two, episode one. This year, we have so many great topics in store for you. Today, though, is all about your goals and how to kick them into gear with the new year. <laughs> My rhyming skills are top notch here. I know you're here for all the jokes. We love setting goals or creating a vision board or even resolutions, but do you actually feel like you stick to them for the entire year? If not, this episode is perfect for you. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before, but now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. So here we are in 2023 and we've already started to set our goals. Maybe you have a new year's resolution that you set. But really, did you have you like embraced it? Are you ready for it? Do you have a plan? Are we like moving forward? What are you doing? And that's really where I want to dive in and make sure that what you are setting is actually what you wind up completing and you stick with it for the entire year. That's what you really wanted, right? So sort of you have to, you know, especially if you're bringing up a goal that was part of last year's goal or last year's resolutions and you let go of them or that you didn't meet them for whatever reason. You really want to reflect and see what the obstacle was. The goal, the point of that, I shouldn't say the goal, we're going to say that too many times, but the point of it is that you really want to see if there was something that you need to work on this year to learn to overcome or, you know, figure out how to maneuver around or what really blocked you from moving forward. Because those tactics you can use into this goal this year and really make sure that you're more successful. Now, when it comes to your actual goal, you have to be pretty methodical about it. If not, then your goal just kind of is a vision and it doesn't really move forward. And that's not what you want, right? You're like all gung-ho, you start on it. You're like all gung-ho and you start on it. And then in a couple weeks, you sort of peter out because you didn't have a really good plan to move into it. So that needs to be done in like a big priority. Besides having a really clear goal, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Really, I want to focus in on the plan because without the plan, the goal is nothing. It's just going to stay a vision. You might try it for a couple of weeks, but again, it gets overwhelming. It gets frustrating. Um, you don't know where to go. You don't know where to start sort of because you've left it too big and lofty and now you need to really drill down on it. So that's what I really want you to focus in on. Now, listening to this, you might be driving or whatever, that's fine. Just go back and listen to it again so you can make sure you take notes in the areas where you need to really work on for yourself and for your goals. Now remember, your goal needs to have some specifics to it. It needs to be measurable. It definitely needs to have a plan. It needs to have clarity. It needs to be extremely specific in order for you to reach it. So think about it, as New Year's came about, you have a big goal for 23, right? You said it out loud, this is what I'm gonna do. Was it clear? Was it specific? Did you have a way to measure how you're doing? Did you make an actual plan for it? 
I mean, a plan is not really, you know, I need 10 clients to make 10,000 per month, right? That's not, that's not an actual plan. There isn't anything in there. So when you, when you think about that goal and you, you go, okay, I need 10 clients, where's the plan on how you're going to get the 10 clients? Where are they going to come from? What do you need to do to get them? How does that break down per week? Right? Maybe that, you know, if we have four weeks in a, in a month, you know, it's a little over 2000. If you have five weeks in a month, you know, then it's 2000 a week, right? That's, that changes your perception and where 10,000 may have looked really lofty and hard, maybe 2000 a week doesn't look that hard, right? Maybe only getting two clients per week doesn't look that hard as getting 10 clients in a month, but there has to be a plan to go with it because that's the only way that we can digest it in our brains, like to really take it on and then make sure that you can reach it is that if it's too big, we're going to have a harder time to try and get there. You will have a harder time figuring out where to go, mapping it. There's just no, there's no pathway. It's like telling, telling us that we want to drive across country and then not having any sort of plan for it or no map right? Not knowing where a gas station is, not knowing where you're going to sleep, not knowing anything. Now there's some things that are fun, like adventurous, but this, you know, goal setting is not really supposed to be more fun and adventurous. It can't, you know, the journey is the adventure, but you got to have a plan and then you can enjoy the journey. You got to have some sort of roadmap in order to go. So then there is a journey to enjoy without a plan. It's not really enjoyable because then that's where the overwhelm and the frustration comes in. Now, let's say your goal is to lose weight for the new year, right? Then you get specific and you say, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds per month. But without a plan on how to lose that 10 pounds, that's going to be really hard to do. You need to have a plan. If you're incorporating exercise, how much, how often? If you're going to change your eating habits, how are you going to change them? What are you going to do? You need to have a plan for all this in order to make that successful. And by breaking it down, it will seem so much easier to do. Now, one of my other favorite things to talk about is expectation management. So, and that's really kind of setting your expectations and being realistic. So if you've decided that you wanted to lose 20 pounds in the month of January, but you know that you're still celebrating all the holidays, maybe 20 pounds is a bit lofty and will make that much harder because you're gonna be surrounded by temptation. But maybe by February, you won't. So in January, you set your goal a little a little smaller. I don't wanna let, try to lose 20 pounds this month. Maybe this, this month I only wanna lose 10. And I'm really gonna focus in on that 10 so that when I go to the, all these affairs, birthdays and parties and whatnot, that I have a plan and I don't have to feel guilty that I didn't lose 20 pounds. It's realistic. It's expectations. It doesn't mean that you have to suffer and you cannot enjoy life anymore because that's not the point. The point is to enjoy life. So having some expectation management will help you also succeed. Another example is what if June and July, you're, you're someone that sells something, um, coaching or product-based, whatever, service-based, whatever that is. Now let's say June and July are your slowest months. What's your plan for those slowest months? right? What are your expectations? How are you going to manage that? How are you going to maneuver around it? And maybe you double time in May or you work harder in August. And those are going to be bigger months to make sure that you can make up for June and July being slow, like really putting that thought process and creating that plan and pitching it forward, right? We're launching it forward so that we can actually have some realistic goals for the entire year. And that plan is only going to help you make them. So you got to have a little bit of forethought into um, 
knowing what sort of your year looks like if you have been selling service or product and really being able to manage how you're going to maneuver around those months. It doesn't mean you give in to them. They could be your biggest months, but it definitely means you have a plan to make sure that maybe April and May are super huge and maybe that launches you forward in June and July and you even exceed growth in June and July. But there needs to be something there knowing that June and July are your hardest months. So when you talk about this goal, it really should be, this is what I want to do and this is here I'm going this is here how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it and really create that plan. That means you've really thought about it. You've put more into it than just making it a vision, than making it a dream, but you're really launching it into reality. So knowing what the how, how you're going to do it is extremely important and breaking it down all the way into where you can get it into daily tasks. Like I need to know what I need to do every day to move my business forward or my life forward or my health goals forward in order to be able to reach my goal. And then all the other pieces of having a goal, which is the clarity and the specific measurable parts of it. All of that is how you make sure that you're um, looking at it and saying, yeah, I'm getting there or no, I'm not, I need to tweak something, right? Those are what you're bouncing it off of. That's what you're looking at is, am I making, am I getting closer? If not, I need to make some changes. But if you don't have that plan in place and you don't drill it down to what I need to be doing every single day or what you need to be doing every single day, you're going to have a much harder time reaching that goal. And it's going to become still overwhelming. So getting that plan and bringing it all the way down into what daily tasks do I need to do in order to launch that forward are going to make you way more successful. So here's an example of how this would look. So you wanna make 60,000 a year. That averages out to $5,000 per month. Well, how much are you making right now? That's first where we need to start. So we know what the difference is. If you're not making any, then we know we need to make 5,000. Now let's, that, let's break that down into how much you need to make per week. If you need to make $5,000 a month, then you're looking at roughly $1,250 a week. Now this seems, when you just look at it, that seems much more doable or it could be more scary depending on your, how, you're, how you view things. But seeing it as I need to make $1,250 a week does not sound as hard as making $5,000 a month. So we want to break it down. Now you take that $1,250 a, month, uh, a week and then you determine what that is a day. And how many clients or how many products do I have to sell to make that happen in that week? Then you're going to take that and say, okay, well, if I need to um, sell this many, how many people do I need to talk to in order to make that happen? How many sales calls do I need to have? How many people do I need to get onto a discovery call? How many people do I need to speak with in order to have a, um, you know, if you sort of take how much you close, like if your closing rate is at 50%, then you need to speak to double the people in order to make sure that you're making that amount of money. Hopefully that makes sense. This also looks at um, what kind of time commitment commitment and resources do you have to make this happen, right? If you need to talk to 35 people, then maybe you need to spend, you need to increase the amount of business time that you have scheduled each day. So if you only work your business three hours a day, you probably need to increase that to five hours a day. Everything needs to be looked at so that you can up it to the next level so that it can be scaled. So then that way you're increasing your chances and your probability are increased by the amount of effort you're going to put in. And that's going to increase your likelihood of, of achieving that goal. It almost sounds like a business plan and honestly, it's probably the start of what your business plan originally looked like, but this is more in the details of amping it up, right? We're taking it to the next level. We're giving it, um, you know, as part of our goal to 
increase the amount of income we have coming in or increase the amount of you know, weight we're gonna lose so we're gonna go to the gym more often. How many days a week are you gonna go to the gym? Um, how much more time are you gonna spend there? What exercise are you gonna do? Maybe you need to change the exercises you're doing to ensure that you lose weight. Maybe you tried last year but you only focused on cardio and didn't have strength training, right? Maybe you didn't change your eating habits. Now I suggest with eating habits, like anything else, I've talked about this before, um, with eating habits I suggest you make small changes and um, kind of try to break the cycle of certain, like break sugars first or break carbs first or break, you know, taking out your diet drinks or regular drinks or fully loaded and loads of um, cream and sugar into your coffee. Maybe you tune that down. I suggest you implement one piece at a time. If you've tried dieting before and it's failed, it usually fails because you make really drastic changes and it's really hard for you to maintain that beyond you know two weeks. So you do great and then all of a sudden you flood it back in. But if you only do one at a time and you replace it with a healthier option, then you let that habit sort of marinate, right? Instead of coffee you drink, um, you know, fully loaded Starbucks, maybe you make it at home and you make it with something that's lower in fat and then you don't use real sugar, you use something like stevia. Hopefully that all makes sense. Um, but doing it slower allows you to adapt to the, be, the, to the new habit that you're trying to create and will allow you to make a change that lasts much longer than if you try to implement a 600 calorie intake and you're cutting out all sugars and caffeine all at once. That's really hard to do and to maintain. And of course, 600 calories is not meant to maintain for a long period of time, but I'm trying to, I guess I'm being over dramatic about it. If you're doing a calorie reduction down to 1200 even, that's like your normal range, right? That's where it should be. And then you decide that you need to cut the carbs and cut the sugars and cut everything else. Then even still, maintaining that for a long period of time can get very challenging unless you have the, like the mental strength of like a bull. <laughs> so we wanna make sure that it's you know manageable. We wanna manage it. We wanna make sure that you get there. So then doing it in smaller pieces and implementing, you know, make one change and then you kinda of sit in it for a week and kinda of let the caffeine headaches go away, right? If you're taking out the caffeine. And let those die down. Replace that with more water. Maybe you take out sugars and you're, you take out all the candy or all the chips that you're eating and replace it with a healthy snack like carrots and some hummus. You know, things like that. Those will make you much more successful for long-term health benefits than they will if you were just trying to jam it all in right at the beginning of the year. So let's sort of recap here. You have a goal. You've made a goal for 23. You made a New Year's resolution. You're super excited about it. And But the way to make sure that you're going to be most successful is having an actual plan. Not only does your goal need to be extremely specific, clear, and have measurable goals to obtain so that you can bounce it and see if, hey, you know, if my goal is 10 clients and I only have two, I'm not close enough you know, if it's now November, maybe I'm not close enough, so I need to change things. I wouldn't wait until November to do it, but maybe, you know, by June, you haven't gotten to five, then we need to change the plan, right? But the plan is the most important piece of it. That's the actionable steps. That's the stuff that's gonna put you into gear. That's the things that are going to make that goal actually reachable. And without it, it stays a dream. It stays a goal. It stays a vision and it doesn't move forward. So you have to plan all the way down to what I need to do every single day. What's my plan to move forward? What is my health goal? What do I have to do? Now, if you're finding yourself in the thick of it and can't see through the forest, let's chat. 
a quick strategy session can help you start to find the way forward and get you back on track for that plan. So the link is in the show notes and it's totally free, nothing to lose. And I hope you have a great week. If you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to follow. If you feel like this episode has inspired you, share it on social media and tag me. All my social media info is in the show notes. You can leave a review so others who may need to hear this will know that it was worth it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes, and click on the purple Write a Review. Now, if this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail, you just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid. Oh,